Hello and welcome to Views from the Market, Mid-Market Private Equity and M&A in Canada. My name is Mario Negro. I'm a partner at Steichman Elliott in the Private Equity M&A Group. For today's podcast, I'd like to welcome Jean-Louis Paquet. Jean-Louis is a partner at BDG and Partners. BDG and Partners is a Montreal-based private equity fund that focuses on investments in the lower and middle market. Jean-Louis, thank you for joining us today and welcome. Welcome, Mario. Thank you very much for having me. A pleasure. And congratulations on what you're doing here. It's very special. I like it. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Uh, well, I'd like to start by, by yep. talking a little bit about yourself and, uh, and obviously about the fund and uh, uh, you know, learning a little more about you and, and BDG Cap. Yeah, with pleasure. Well, I, I don't know exactly where to start, but I can tell you from a career standpoint, in my, in my, my track record is one where I've touched a lot of things. Uh, I've, uh, I've, coming out of school, I worked for a pension fund, and then I started my home business, which I sold, and I joined a multinational and different roles over there for many years, and then went back to small, medium-sized businesses as a CFO and uh, M&A uh, VP. So I touched a lot of things, Mario, but the common thread, it seems a bit messy, but the common thread was really to get uncomfortable uh, which I like, uh, like I, I like in the sense of I like new challenges, I like to learn, and and then I ended up in private equity, which the which is the ultimate being uncomfortable, right? <laughs> it's uh, every, always something new, something special, new challenges. So uh, I'm absolutely grateful uh, that I I got to learn about the world of private equity through BDG Capital. Uh, joining Christian Turgeon, which is the founder, founder of BDG in 2015. So I joined in 2017. And, um, you know, Christian recognized the opportunity for a, uh, a mid-market buyout, a private equity fund, uh, specialized in, uh, in growing businesses. So um, I'm, I'm absolutely uh, excited to be part of this, uh, this, uh, this world of private equity and learning every day. So uh, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a nice journey for the last five years. So BDG, we, as I said, we, we focus on, uh, on mid-market, so small, medium-sized businesses. And um, our focus is to, um, to grow the business in a sustainable way. So that's really an important piece, uh, the sustainability of what we do in terms of value creation in the business. So the first one was raised in 2015. Uh, we made seven uh, investment uh, portfolio companies in that first fund. And then in 2019, we raised the second fund. Uh, bigger size of the, the fund, you know, we, uh, we manage our own growth as well, but uh, it's a much bigger fund than fund number two. And we're deploying right now. So we've done seven acquisitions so far and uh, many, more to, many more to come. And hopefully, you know, there will be a third fund and, and, and so on. So uh, quite excited and always that, that common thread of uh, looking for growth opportunities and, and the companies we're investing. So we're, we're sector agnostic, but there's always that, uh, that growth component, sustainable growth component that we're looking for. And, and you know, what's unique about uh, BDG is, uh, you know, you, you are truly focused on the lower middle market and the middle market. And I know that uh, as a fund, you, you really believe, to, to your point, in the, in the value proposition uh, about growing 
these kind of companies and taking them to another level. And and I wanted to get your thoughts. So what is it that, that drives you? What why why the lower middle market and middle market um, for you? What why do you see the opportunities for growth there? I think first of all, this and 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 the, the genesis of BDG is a little bit about that. There's a there's an opportunity in the marketplace for players like us. There's not that many uh, groups and, and and funds that do what we do. Uh, most of them they either focus on startups and there's a lot of VCs. The ecosystem of VC is uh, is quite dynamic in uh, in Quebec and Canada in general. Uh, you have good players in the in the minority position um whether it's like the pension funds and so on and you have guys who do buyout uh like the nova cap for example but they focus on bigger size companies so there's a gap in the marketplace and a, a good spot for us to be involved so that's that I, w- I would say that's the number one reason there's really a rationale for for us to be uh, in the marketplace second is uh, w- the partners like we're four partners and we're a small team but we have that entrepreneurial DNA. So we come from the SME. We've been in the business and the operation and so on. So we know that environment and we're comfortable in that environment. So we, therefore, we can have value when we uh, talk to the entrepreneurs and especially when we partner with them to, you know, plan the next phase of, uh, of growth for their businesses. So that's, that's our forte or our sweet spot ourselves is in the uh, mid-market. I have to ask, and I hope I'm not asking you to tell me the secrets of BDG, but, you know, you've been very effective at growing uh, these lower middle market and middle market companies. And, you've, you know, you've highlighted that already, but that's kind of the secret sauce. So can I ask you what's behind the secret sauce? What What is it that, that you do to these companies that, you know, you, you've had a, a great run at BDG? If I can ask you the secret <laughs> of growth for, for smaller and mid-market companies, uh, how do you do it? What do you focus on? Because that seems to be the, uh, the the BDG success story. You take these quiet little companies and turn them into something special. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good question. And uh, obviously, that's a question that uh, we spend a lot of time asking ourselves when we're looking at business support, investment opportunities. So we want to make sure we can we can contribute to the growth of the business. Uh, I would say the, the the secret sauce, if any, because it's not that much of a rocket science, but I would say it's the human capital part of uh, of how we approach things. Obviously, um, we understand numbers, we understand market data, we do a lot of due diligence and digging. But at the end of the day, uh, it's I think it's the human part that uh, makes the difference. Um, at the fund level, ourselves and the LPs, which uh, makes the ecosystem of BDG's investors, it's all entrepreneurs. So there's a, a very strong entrepreneurial DNA. And um, so we, we have that mindset, uh, which is much more entrepreneurial than, than banking or, fi- or pure financial, if you want. And then that, I think it's that special connection and partnership that we uh, we always uh, try to build with uh, the folks we're working with. So um, and 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 then that's the magic, right? <laughs> when you create well, that, it, that it, great it, partnership, it's a good it's a good point because 
and you know you and I know that a lot of people don't want to invest or you know grow smaller companies for the same reason that you point out the challenges of dealing with owner operators and dealing with you know companies that in many ways are unprofessionalized uh, and it sounds like you actually take the other alternative that's that's the that's the place to find real value I mean some people would say that that's a lot of uh, you know a lot of heavy lifting for a small company to really to take on the, the human capital uh, elements because they're, you know, they're often one key person, you know, the key person problem or, a, you know, not really sophisticated systems because they, you know, they do stuff in a kind of almost haphazard way. But uh, so I wanted to get, when you, when you attack, when you attack, if that's the right word, when you look at a, a smaller company and you really kind of uh, focus on the human capital, what are you really trying to do? Like, what is your, uh, your goal? Oh, uh, the, and, and it's the, the, the first pillar. You're absolutely right. We're always spending a lot of time understanding the team uh, in place and, and with them or, and ourselves uh, build our mind around what's, what's the growth strategy, where we want, what we want to do for the business. And then you want to make sure you have the right team to deliver on that uh, strategic plan. So we spend a lot of time uh, assessing uh, what's in place, where are the gaps, and uh, what's the strategy to fill those gaps. So often enough, we use what's there, obviously, uh, because we have a huge amount of respect for what the team uh, were able to, um, to build in terms of business. But uh, we also make a lot of uh, addition to the teams, uh, to the business where we invest to make sure that we are able to deliver. So if we have good talents in the right seas doing the right thing, which is alignment with the strategic plan, our life is much easier. If we make a mistake on that, it becomes a little bit more complicated. So, hence the very uh, worthwhile uh, time spent on, you know, assessing the team, making sure we uh, we uh, we build a strong partnership with them. And and also, Mario, the thing is, we're always questioning ourselves and and and, and making a, a a very important point for us to be a kind of an extension of the management team. So we're not there on the sideline waiting for them to deliver. We ourselves want to make sure we bring value. Uh, so that's another component of our, I would say our, our secret sauce is uh, we want to bring value to the management team. So, and that can take many shapes and forms, but it comes from the BDG team, which is, you know, seasoned professional with complementary skills and, uh, you know, we always have that, that uh, ambition to, uh, we're humble, but we're ambitious to bring value to the management team. So it's not all on their shoulders. We put some on our, our, our shoulders as well. You know, one of the things I find interesting, you know, about your focus on the growth is, you know, a lot of times today uh, for smaller companies, when we talk about growth, we think about tech companies because we, you know, they, they're, you know, people assume that they're easier to grow, you know. Once, but you you've done a really great job of focusing on growth in what I would call um, uh, traditional type industrial companies. Your focus on growth uh, has not been all about tech. You uh, actually are uniquely focused on looking for growth in companies in industries that many people would say uh, are traditionally not growing uh, quickly. And you you seem to really draw out the opportunities in those companies very well at BDG. And I wanted to just get your sense of how you do that. Uh, because if you look at your portfolio, it's very diversified, but it's also very industrial. And and frankly, if I could say it, not, not as much focused on the technology. 
So I yeah. uh, wanted to get your sense of, of how you get comfortable investing in some of these, you know, industrial businesses uh, where the focus is on growth, but you don't have the advantages, you know what I mean, of the tech space where things just skyrocket or whatever they call it, the J curves. Yeah, no, that, that, that's a, a fair point. And some, some people would even say that uh, it's a bit boring <laughs> the, yeah, the yeah. <laughs> in which we're, we're investing uh, compared to some technology company. But at the end of the day, it comes back to what I just said uh, previously is you want to bring value to the investment we're making. And our group is comfortable in more like traditional manufacturing or distribution type of business. Uh, we are we know about that environment and, and and therefore comfortable with this. So that's why we're not in a, for example, we're not we're not going to be in retail space or uh, pure software or fashion because we, we we don't know those 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 uh, markets. We have no experience and therefore we would be difficult for us to add value. So that's why we end up in more traditional manufacturing and and distribution. Um, so that's that's the that's the main reason, and and the other reason is uh, there's a lot. Surprisingly enough, uh, when we look at them, uh, many businesses they, they, there's a lot. I won't say low-hanging fruit necessarily, but there's a lot of opportunity to unleash potential and, and grow the business because sometimes, you know, it's a lifestyle type of business. You know, the entrepreneur and the founder brought the business to a certain level, comfortable with that level, not necessarily looking to take more risk. And then we come in the picture and obviously we're not risk averse. So um, we want to do, and we want to invest in the business and look at a different angle. And sometimes just to jump on your point on technology, bring more, more technology in the equation. And that creates value and unleash potential in the business so we can grow them. Well, I want to ask you about uh, the market and, and obviously in the last few years, I mean, BDG, like many others, has, has really done, I mean, interestingly, been very active with a lot of activity during COVID, uh, which obviously tells you that, that the opportunities are there and you've taken advantage of them. And I wanted to get your perspective on the last couple of years for your fund. And you, like many others, have been as busy as, as which sounds like the type of businesses you've been looking for are there and you've been taking advantage of it. Um, what's your perspective on, on the last couple of years and what it's meant for BDG and where, where you're at in terms of the, the, the market opportunities? Well, at the beginning, like uh, spring 2020, it was scary. <laughs> I won't lie. Uh, we were we were working on stress plans on our business because we didn't know what's coming, and uh, the, a lot of our facility and manufacturing plan were were shut down. So uh, that was that was difficult, but it it jumped back in a very nice way. Um, we were fortunate enough for two things. First, uh, we we set up very conservative. Um, leverage in in what we do in terms of buyout uh, so that that served us very well during that crisis because our balance sheets are very healthy uh, from the beginning and they were even healthier during uh, when, when COVID hit so it was a very um, uh, positive sign for our strategy of conservative leverage second is uh, the positioning of, of BDG uh, was uh, the, the companies were able to to jump back so uh, anything related to construction, food, uh, we were even, even in the air treat, treatment. So that, that came up as a very uh, strong uh, growth for uh, related to COVID. So there's a little bit of luck element of that, but also uh, I think uh, 
strong fundamentals uh, in, in the businesses we invested. So we came out okay uh, in terms of uh, the existing portfolio. And, op and obviously we, we were looking for opportunities related to COVID and new acquisition. And I think we executed well on that as well. When you when you look at where BDG is at now and the market today, and uh, obviously where where things are going, I have to ask you the question I ask all our podcast guests: the crystal ball, I call it, uh, Jean Lou. Where where do you see the market going? Do you see? I mean, people talk about valuations and um, and interest rates going up. And what's your perspective on uh, future opportunities when you when you look at your space and investing in the lower middle market and the middle market? Um, I mean, I would wanted to get your sense of where you think this market is going. Yeah, that's a that's a tough question. Obviously, it's very hard right now. There's a lot of uh, uncertainty with this uh, Omicron wave now. Uh, it seems that we can't get out of uh, this uh, COVID situation. But at the end of the day, uh, we're in a very exciting space. Uh, we need to stay alert and open to opportunities, which we do. And there are opportunities. In, in, in times like these, there is always opportunities. So we look at it uh, from our perspective in uh, first staying disciplined in terms of valuation. You're right, there's a lot of inflation right now, uh, but we staying disciplined and making sure that, you know, the fundamentals of the business are good and it's not the flavor of the day. So um, for us, if the fundamentals, the market fundamentals for the business we're looking at are solid, you know, it's just, um, you know, we're going to get out of this. So I always like to say, you know, uh, tough times don't last, tough guys do. So uh, we're, <laughs> we're, we're very positive and optimistic about the opportunities that, uh, that are there now and that will be uh, the case in the, next, uh, in the next few months and years. Private equity is, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, private equity as, a, as an asset um, management component will, will stay relevant. There's no question about that. So um, we're in a good spot right now. Well, Jean-Luc, thank you so much for joining us. It's been uh, great to have you and insightful to hear about BDG and its success. And and, uh, and thank you again for, for, for joining us today. You bet, Mario. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Eh? Thank you again. Cheers.